Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up, what up? Welcome to Kicks. Today we have my brother from the crib, my bro, Barton. Fitzpatrick. How you doing, my boy? I'm doing good, man. It's actually pronounced Barton Fitzpatrick. Oh, Barton. All right, man. So, like, we're a month into the new year. Um, you are you already locked down force. Um, are you, what else are you trying to accomplish for the rest of um, 22? I'm always trying to accomplish more and more gigs, of course, you know, putting more and more art out to the world. But um, I actually have a, a lot of few projects coming out this year, you know, movie, have a film, another premiere tomorrow. Um, the movie is called mm -hmm. North of the Ten. It, it premieres on BET Plus on um, on the 11th of this month. As well as another movie coming out in the summertime called Wayward. Um, another movie called Loud Burger. And um, yeah, you know, did these um, episodes of Power. Uh, you'll see me towards the end of the season. You know, they brought it to the city and made it happen. Showrunner wrote a role specifically for my character, so I was able to do it, make it happen. Or that loud burger sound like um some joints I just caught a few days ago. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So like you're in the upcoming um power series, you know. How does it feel to land another role where the like the whole series is based in Chicago? It feels amazing, you know. Um yeah, truly, truly a blessing. You know, it's a dream come true, you know, to be on the show itself. Um, and then on top of the, them bringing that world to Chicago, it meant everything. You know, that's one of my favorite shows, of course. And um, I love Ch Chicago. This is where I'm living. That's why I'm based. It's where I get most of my work. So it was dream come true. Were you a fan of the original Power series before you booked this role? Yeah, I've watched every season, every episode. Absolutely. A word. Um, which characters did you um like? Which characters did I like? Um, yeah, Ghost, Ghost was my all-time favorite character, you know, but um, uh -huh. like a lot of characters who end up getting, you know, bigger later on throughout the seasons and episodes like Julio, you know, Dre's character, people like that, you know, pretty much the whole cast. Though. Did you watch um, Ghost any? Because um, like, I don't want to give away a spoiler, but um, one of my favorite dudes, all for the wrong reasons, you know, he recently got killed off. Like, do you ever worry about that when you like booking shows like Power? Worry about getting killed off? I mean, as an actor, yeah, yeah because you know, 
it's just like a job, you know, getting fired in a way, you know, so. Uh -huh. Especially if you like really enjoy portraying the character and working with the, you know, the producers and, you know, you believe in the show itself. But I mean, that's something that you just know you should prepare yourself for with gritty dramas, you know, certain characters, you know. I like that force. It shows that Chicago has a certain aesthetic and charm that like most cities like don't have and you can't like really reproduce it or replicate it in like a Hollywood lot. Um, can you talk about how power, like Chicago is already a top five city. Like, can you talk about how power kind of adds to that mystique that I mean, Chicago has? It shows that, um, that Hollywood is definitely um, taking more and more chances on the city of Chicago and bringing, bringing, more, bringing more and more opportunities for actors like myself, you know, by a critically acclaimed huge show like that, 50 Cent being who he is, you know, for him to take a chance on bringing that show to the city, you know, of course it just adds more real estate for us. Do you feel like extra pressure to, you know, bring that realness that like, that Chicago dudes can like only bring? Like an actor from LA, like he can't really act like a Chicago dude more than a real Chicago dude. Absolutely, I mean, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you just, I'm blessed with the ability to be a, what I would call in, in a very skilled actor, you know. Um, a lot of, you can be born and raised from Chicago, but you know, that doesn't mean that it will transcend on screen, you know, for you to give an authentic portrayal of who you are yourself in Chicago or people you've been around, you know, acting is still mm -hmm. something that you, you know, that that's gifted on top of that. So um, it's not, it's no pressure being able to trust in, in my acting abilities and, in my skill set. I know this is kind of a weird question, but do you think it's harder to portray a Chicago dude being from Chicago? Or do you feel like it's easier, you know, to portray, you know, somebody say from like Philadelphia? Or Specifically for me, I would say um, it's, it's extremely, it's extremely fun and easy. Absolutely. Um, I've always been a great, uh, imitator i've always been great at imitating you know so booking roles like reg and you know portraying a character who i've seen and grown up with my entire life no i've never been that person myself that's where the skill set comes in to play of mm -hmm. course but um no it's not it's not hard at all all right so what was it like working with other chicago dudes like you know joseph sakura chris lofton and ahmaud ferguson and my bad if i miss anybody Oh, um, well, Chris D. Lofton is actually my best friend in real life. So mm -hmm. we have a, a friendly competition when it comes to booking any show. We actually both audition for the character that he's portraying. Um, of course, he beat me out for the role. And then, um, yeah, couldn't be more. Yeah, words couldn't explain how proud and happy I was for him to get that opportunity. Then, of course, later on down the season, I was blessed with the opportunity as well. And you'll see both of us on screen together. So that's amazing. You really hear stories of real, mm -hmm. real life best friends being able to be, you know, close on screen like that. Joseph Zakora, of course, who doesn't love Tommy? Everyone loves Tommy's character. Uh, finding out that he's also a Chicago actor, you know, big fan. So meeting him, that was huge. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it. And of course, my homie Lamont, I mean, Lamont from, you know, <laughs> As my, my shy family, of course, he 
he he's young doing his thing, burning it up. Um, like, yeah, it's a blessing. Super cool, talented young brothers making it happen. And Joseph, you know, someone who's been in the game for a while and opening his arms for us. Would you consider this role that you have on Force your biggest role to date so far? I would say that that power is um, the biggest show to date. Yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about your character without like giving away um, spoilers? Without giving too much away. Um, yeah. His name is Blackston. He is um, away right now, handling some business out of town and some things transpire halfway through the season that brings his character back to Chicago to reunite with other characters who you have already seen. Blackston, it sounds like that dude will be wearing some black Air Force Ones. <laughs> no, that ain't the character. <laughs> That's not him. He wouldn't do that. All right, man. So can you talk about, like, what for you, what was it like working with, with 50 Cent? Well, I, I've never worked with 50 Cent, but meeting him um, was absolutely amazing. Of course, chasing him down throughout the years to try to finesse my role, my way onto his show or one of any show. Um, mm -hmm. Finally, just, you know, be able to just sit down and break bread with him and have him appreciate my work, dream come true. I always ask my guests this, that star in power because, you know, I love the petty 50 cent that be on Instagram, you know, like what's the pettiest 50 cent story that you have? It was um, probably about when he when, when he got into it with Gabrielle Union and um, her show ended up getting canceled, something like that even though I don't believe that he actually was the reason why the show got canceled, but just the, you know, everything surrounding all of that back and forth between he and Gabby was hilarious. So, yeah, extremely petty. Yo, dude's a savage for real though. I ain't gonna lie. Like yeah. I would hate to get on dude's bad side. Yeah, he's definitely not the person that you would want to piss off. I saw somewhere that you're also related to the Tate brothers. Um, they're also from Chicago and they're ghosts. You know, do you feel any pressure kind of, you know, living up to the standard that they set as actors and within the Power Series? Um, I don't feel pressure. I just appreciate them setting the bar as high as they did, you know, for me to mm -hmm. to have those goals to reach. And, uh, you know, of course, now be one of, you know, you know, on the same show in the same, you know, universe. That's amazing. You know, both of, both of our fathers were best friends, grew up on the west side of Chicago. Um, yeah. My father would were allowed to see it. I mean, it would just be a dream come true. So it's just like, you know, Lamar seeing those brothers being able to share the screen on power, like everything is just amazing. And y'all rolls, you know, rolls back around in full circle. How many girls did you pick up, like basically telling them that Lorenz Tate is your cousin? Because if I was you, I would have been doing that like growing up. I think telling girls that um Lorenz <laughs> my cousin would um Woo them away from me and maybe on to him. So I kind of stayed <laughs> away from that. Right, um, are there like any sim are there any similarities between um your character on um on Force and Reg from the Shy? Um, they're both from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? <laughs> They're both from Chicago. Um, no, I mean, I don't want to give it away. I, I just want y'all to see. I don't mm -hmm. even want to tell you too much about the character Blackston, but um, um, Power is definitely a different show than, than The Shot. I'll say yeah. that. And it's a much different character. Yeah. 
All right. Um, like which villain do you think is more um cutthroat, Ghost or Duda from from the Shy? You said villain? Yeah. I wouldn't consider like which villain? I, I wouldn't consider Ghost to be necessarily a villain, but um I wouldn't even I don't think that's even a comparison, you know, Ghost and Duda, you know, not even <laughs> wouldn't compare those two characters, you know, or actors, to be honest. But not yet. You don't think so? No, 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 no. But I mean, I mean, you know, like they kind of, I, I, I really, you know, I haven't from me working with, you know, and shout out to Curtis Cook who put, portrays Duda. You know, we worked together season two, but um, nah. I mean, from the from his writing that I from what I what I remember that they had his character doing involved with me. I don't think you can compare that with Ghost. What he got going on? It's too many. It's you know, it's different levels. You know, I you know, I think like the only kind of thing you you can like compare them to like Duda he became the mayor and um and Ghost was running for governor or mayor what which yeah, whichever office he was running for yeah they so, both were trying yeah. to get in get into politics as well as like mm -hmm. you know so there's some similarities to their characters how do you think Reg the character Reg from the Shire would fare in the power universe when you see the character Blackston like I think that's really that's really the only character that you really focus on, like you know. Reg is, you know, he belong. That character belongs in the shy, you know. And this is a whole different character on a whole different show. Like I don't, I don't know. That's up to the fans. You know, me as an actor, I don't, I don't know. A lot of people they always ask this, especially on Twitter. Like, but they swear Reg is still alive from the shy, and they swear Ghost is still alive. Like, who do you think is coming back first? I mean, you know, on, on Power, we actually saw a funeral for Ghost. You know, we saw, mm -hmm. you know, we necessarily see his body being carried away and seeing him lifeless on screen. But um, he actually had a funeral, you know, and whereas Reg's character did not have a funeral. I um, mean, you never saw a dead body. So I think with those type of fillers, like, that'll have people believing or, you know, never losing hope that you never you might see him again. But um, yeah, there wasn't a body, you know, but you never know. So you're saying that there's a chance? I'm saying that anything is possible, um, definitely. But um, to the people who who hope and, and you know, you know, wish that that could happen, like I tell them, just keep their, their prayer hands together and just, you know, keep hope alive. But when you just, you know, continue to see me grow in these other roles, you know, which is what, what the main goal is, you'll just, you know, it'll get to the point where it's just like, oh, you did play Ridge. Like, that's what I'm hoping, you know, where it's like, oh, you did portray that character on that show. But now it's like, you know. Since you um been on Force, you know, how many people have come up to you and ask you if Ghost is still alive? Um, Well, you know, I haven't hit the screen yet. So they don't, it's not, it's only like a small percentage of people who know that I'm actually gonna be on Force. My character hasn't arrived just yet. So we're kind of keeping it a secret. So nobody has um, asked me those type of questions, but uh, it's still roaming around. I'll tell you that. I, I hope to see Ghost back on Bell for sure. <laughs> you know, that would be amazing. Kind of going back to Shia a little bit. Um, do you have any favorite uh, memories from working on that show? I'm just being able to just authentically portray the character. How about favorite scenes? I like when you guys beat up that track coach and pulled him out the truck. That's actually uh, one of my favorite scenes, and also the scene leading up to that when I was eating the chicken 
when they actually came mm-hmm. to ask me to, you know, do something to that to the coach. Um, but yeah, and then you know, every scene that I had with um with Jake, my TV brother, was uh, I would say would be my favorite. Yeah, man, you was tearing up that chicken in that scene. Definitely, it was delicious. <laughs> A VPN is a must-have if you want protection in your online activities. Whether it's buying sneakers, looking at the latest scores, buying concert tickets, or streaming your favorite shows, Surfshark VPN has you covered. Surfshark has wide range of support for most popular video game consoles. This, coupled with unrestricted use on any number of devices, make this the best VPN on the market today. My favorite thing about Surfshark is that you can use it anywhere in the world on multiple devices. So if you love your streaming as much as I do, then you'll be amazed at Surfshark's excellent streaming performance and polished interface. Go to surfshark.deals forward slash kicks and use promo code kicks. That's promo code K-I-C-K-Z and save an astounding 83%. That's only $2.49 a month. Oh, did I mention that you get three months free? Yes, three months free. For this great price, you get an ad blocker, two-factor authentication, unlimited device support, an independent audit, and most important, peace of mind when you're surfing on the internet. Who wouldn't pay for extra internet security? I know how much Surfshark has protected me and my family, and now Surfshark can do the same for yours. Once again, go to surfshark.deals forward slash kicks and use the promo code kicks. That's K-I-C-K-Z. And don't pass up on this amazing opportunity. Shows like The Shy and Force, it shows how grimy Chicago can be. But it also shows that there's also like a lot of love in the city. Why do you think that's important for people to see? Because every time you hear stories or, you know, Anything involved in Chicago, it's always about the murder rate and, you know, all of the killings and murders that we have in the city and all of the negative um, aspects of Chicago. So when when shows come to Chicago and, and they're based on Chicago, uh, it's strongly important to showcase it in a different light, to show people because, you know, I mean, we're voted, what are we, number two as the most beautiful cities in the world, which is amazing. But it's sad to find out that it's also has one of the highest murder rates. So shows have to show both worlds, and that's extremely important. You know, and it's, in my book, it's also the coldest city, too, because I was up there for All-Star Weekend a couple of years ago. Yeah. Boy, i never been that cold in my life. Yeah, that, that actually was a very, very cold winter around that time. That February was freezing, so it was the wrong time for them to, <laughs> you know, for all of y'all to come. That's actually when COVID kind of started around that time. Yep. Yeah. That's when COVID started. I think it was like the month before, the month after Kobe died too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. So like around the shy, I found out that you were a singer. Like I didn't know that until like I was just one day, you know, just scrolling on the timeline. Like, do you prefer the music or the acting? Uh, I have no preference when it comes to those two. I mean, I had an option to be Denzel Washington or Chris Brown, it wouldn't be, it would just be in limbo, you know, to be honest. I enjoy creating art and putting it out to the world, you know, and um, I'm blessed with the ability to be gifted in both fields. So it's up to, of course, the fans. I appreciate the fans and you yourself embracing me as a a musical artist as well as an actor. Who do you think is the best um, actor turned rapper or 
actor turned singer and my book is like it has to be most deaf to me like and you really don't hear people talk about him like that no more yeah most deaf is definitely um he's a great actor hello Pooja is mm-hmm. he's never been a bad actor in my opinion as well as snoop dogg snoop snoop's performances have always been you know solid as well as cube it's a lot the list goes on and on you know but as well as um mm-hmm. actors Going into R&B, you have people like Rotini, myself, Trevor Jackson, Algie Smith. You know, it's a lot of us out there who, you know, is trying to cross over and show that we can do something more than just act. Does the music help the performance side of acting and um, vice versa? Well, I started, I think acting helps um, with the music as far as performing. You know, I started doing theater before I did television and film. So, you know, being on stage for an hour and 30 minutes of live performance, Mm -hmm that kind of prepares you for a 10 minute set of just having fun performing your music, you know, and also helps with the performance, my acting ability, you know, just to feel the crowd and just getting the engagement, all of that. It just goes to and to. Like who are some of your musical um, influences? Well, I grew up listening to Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, you know, all of the the greatest R&B artists of all time, I would say. But I listen to mm-hmm. a lot of Tank, you know, Chris Brown, of course, Usher. How about like old time Chicago blues? Because I know, you know, that that type of music is um big over by you. Yeah, actually, my mother used to be a, um, you know, my mother was born in the 50s. She actually was a, a well-known blues singer on the west side of Chicago and south side back in her day. Um, so that's my relation mm-hmm. to Chicago, to the Chicago blues scene. Of course, uh, Buddy Guy, you know, everyone knows him. Everyone knows his daughters, granddaughters and all of that. But, you know. When can we expect that new album from you? Man, we, I'm, I'm still looking I'm in from the that follow-up. I've been, in, I've been in the studio for these, these past three days, and I have two really, really extremely solid records. Um, and it's just about just con- continuing to just add more and more to the catalog so we can just have so much content for three albums you know but right right now we're just gearing up to drop another single you know because not the world doesn't know the entire world doesn't know that i do music so we just have to keep dropping stuff like i just posted a snippet on my instagram page you should check that out if you haven't seen it you know a new single coming out but just to just remind people and you know so it's not a shocker that oh he also sings too you know it's like just to build up the anticipation so when that album does come you'll see me right at the grammys big facts man like, do you have any dream artists that you want to work with, you know, from the past, present? Right now, right now, I would like to work with Giveon. You know, he's, he's, he's dope. Yeah. From the past, I mean, Mike, Mike, Michael was gone. So it's like, it's no one I would rather, you know, Michael Jackson. If I could have did a song with Michael Jackson, right. it would have meant the world. I think all of Mike's are the greatest. Um, Tyson, Jordan, Jackson. In my book, I don't know, yeah. but um, two, like last year, that was a pretty good year for music. Um, what was some of your favorite drops? You know, my like my personal favorite was um King's King Disease Two from Nas. Yeah, I really was um I like Kanye album. You know, try to support support my my Chicago people. Bj the Chicago kid, he has you know, he had a dope album that dropped, but um. To be honest, though, I listen to myself a lot. <laughs> oh, for real? 
Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I mean, do you watch I, yourself like on movies and TV shows? Because I know a lot of people can't do that. They can't listen to your voice. No, I think I'm, I'm I'm like extremely fascinated with myself. I appreciate, you know, and yeah, <laughs> I appreciate myself. No, definitely. I like <laughs> to see my work that I put out, you know, like, no, I've never been, not never shying away from myself. I don't think, yeah. I never do that. You know, speaking of music, you know, Rihanna just announced she's pregnant. On a scale of one to, you know, ghost on, ghost on, on power. How dead are you on the inside, knowing you know, like that most brothers like you and I just lost out on our chance. With Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I've, unlike most, I've been blessed with my own Rihanna, quote unquote. I'm actually, I'm happily, I'm happily in a relationship with a gorgeous woman. So I mean, I, that. Shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> Shout out to Rihanna. That's a beautiful thing. Like they're having a child, having a baby. Amazing. But no, I'm not. I wasn't. I was, yeah. I'm good. We good over here. <laughs> I know my I know my group chat was in that shit was in shambles like the entire day. Yeah, yeah. You know. Everybody loved them some Rihanna, you know, and all of that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's an invite to the baby show. <laughs> Before we go, like we have to talk some hoops. I didn't know that you played high school ball back in the day. Like, what was that experience like for you? Amazing. Still love basketball to this day. You know, I got a nephew who's a freshman and just been training him, going to all his games, losing my voice, hollering and screaming. So it's just like just getting that nostalgic feeling, those hoop dreams, like most Chicago boys have. Every every young boy probably has, but yeah, it's just like four-year varsity player. You know, did a year in the Catholic League, really tried to take it serious. But um, senior year, put the ball down and just picked up acting. That's what it was. And, you know, just like um, Juice World had said in his documentary, you know, when playing basketball, you got like 30 other people who like are equally, you know, equally on your level, if not better than you. But when it came to acting, I was always, you know, outstanding. So... Mm-hmm. And I always had the inspiration since I was a child from Lawrence Tate, you know, seeing him on screen and, you know, it just came, you know, into fruition. What type of player were you back in the day? I was a point guard. I was a point guard, but I was a scoring point guard. I was a scoring point guard. I can handle, I've always been blessed with, you know, ball handling ability. I can handle the ball very well, you know, shoot the occasional three, but, you know, deadly in the mid range and, yeah, you know, could score and run that ball. It sounded like you were kind of like a little Derrick Rose, kind of. I never could, I never was dunking, you know. <laughs> I ain't gonna say Derrick Rose. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't jumping 20 feet in the air like him, but you know. I would have scored on him. I would have gave him some buckets. Absolutely. Uh, give him some buckets now. <laughs> All right, well, what kind of sets Chicago Hoopers apart from, you know, Hoopers that are in the rest of the country? Well, you know, we got some killers right now in the NBA. You know, we got some people getting rings, semi-high, and, like, we loaded. Like, it's just, like, the hunger and grind, like, seeing people make it. It's a lot. You know, the list goes on and on. And, you know, not even to the NBA level, collegiate and beyond, you know, overseas. Like, the list goes on and on from every high school, from the west side to the south side. You know, it's just, like, we breathe mm-hmm. basketball. That's what we do. That's what Chicago is about. Never really been a football, you know, city. But basketball, you know, the greatest basketball of all time played in this city. 
to set the tone. So it's just like, who didn't want to be like Mike? And then who didn't want to be like this person and this person? But yeah, we just, yeah. And we ain't never going to stop. It's just going to keep getting better and better. Like these young young children are just, their game is just on a whole different level from when, when I was in high school. Chicago, like we got it when it comes to the hoop. The Bulls, they're doing pretty well right now, you know, with the addition of DeRozan. Can you talk about like what the revival of the Bulls has has meant for the city of Chicago? It's amazing. He he gave us hope <laughs> once again. He he's given us hope. But I mean, just aside from Demar Derozan, we already had Zach Levine, who was averaging all thirty points, who was you know in you know an All Star player as well, who just needed some assistance. So it's just like everything everything that we needed, or all or like a lot of things that we do need. You know, it's all coming together with these players, Vucevic and, you know, the young rookie who's also a Chicago native, like everything is just going to, it's a beautiful story. I love it. You know, I, I know they'll be, they're going to make it past the first round. That's, that's a blessing. Hey man, I think you guys are like a player away from really competing for a title. And Absolutely. hopefully if, if that happens, you know, even though Derrick Rose is here on the Knicks, I kind of want Derrick Rose to go back to the Bulls and, and kind of be there for when, if they win their first um, title since Jordan's Bulls. I mean, well, you you never know. You never know with him. He's been on the journey for the last few years, but home is home. We we good now. We can actually use him. Come on back. <laughs> Before DeRozan came to Chicago, like, that team was terrible. Like, what did that do to your fandom, you know, seeing them win, like, 25 games a season? Or seeing them getting blown out. I didn't see Stop watching. Stop watching. I didn't see it. I stopped watching. Like, you know, nobody cared about the Bulls, you know, mm-hmm. at all. Like, we kind of feel bad that we just hop back on their bandwagon like that. But it's just like, I mean, y'all got to give us some players. Y'all gave us some players finally, you know. Pay that money. Pay them players that money and get them over there. You know, we supposed to get Kobe at a point, Melo, you know. But like you said, we'll play, we play away from, it, from the title and we'll see what happens. Like, do you think DeRozan should get a few MVP votes because of the impact he had on the team? He's already making history, you know, breaking records already. Absolutely. Performance has been amazing. Definitely, you know, I I, I see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, the All-Star game is coming up. I kind of wanted, you know, Zach Levine to start too, because you guys kind of deserve to have, you know, two guys starting on the All-Star game. Yeah, you know how they go. But as long as they're on the court <laughs> together in the All-Star game, that's all that matters. And it would have been dope, you know, if the Bulls were good back when the All-Star game was in Chicago. Like, that would have been, I think. Yeah. I think that would have been a dope moment for the city. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, what other players around the league do you like to watch? Uh, John Morant, Trey Young. Those are pretty dope players. Yeah. I was always a Brandon Jennings fan. John Wall, I met John Wall. You know, that's my boy. Can't wait to see him get back in the league. Um, but I would say you know, Trey, probably Trey Young. That's like, yeah. You know, John Wall, he's healthy. The Rockets, they just not playing him. No, yeah, I, I follow him. Yeah. Yeah, we follow each other on Instagram. I've been, he's he, he in great shape right now. Just, you know, it's time coming. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see him back in the league someday. Yeah. I think he'll be back, though, but probably not this I season. I mean, you see Isaiah Thomas, like, you just 
take a little journey, come back. Like it's all good. But those are all phenomenal players. But the game right, is like, like who do you think is gonna see the court first? John Wall or Ben Simmons? Definitely Ben Simmons. You think he gonna nah, I don't think he's gonna play this season. You saying Maybe like next year return first, you're saying? Yeah. Um what mm, probably Ben Simmons too. Even 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 with John Wall being healthier. Probably Ben Simmons. A little political, you know. Nah, that's tough. <laughs> All right, man, before we go, like, we, we have to talk about your drip game a little bit. You know, what's in your sneaker ro- What's in your sneaker rotation right now? Oh, um, you know, they, dunks, dunks came back um, in, a, in an amazing way. I'm so happy to see that the, that the Nike Dunks came back. Got a few pair of those, of course. You know, I got some, uh, got these on my feet right now, a little heat. You know, restaurant one, got to keep those. A lot of Yeezys, big Yeezy fan. Oh, shout out to, to Kanye for dropping those. But um, yeah, it's closet just full of Yeezys and just retro ones, pretty much. You know, like most of my life, I've always been a Nike guy, but you know, I recently just started rocking Yeezys. Um, those slides, shit, those are the most comfortable shoes I ever wore in my life. Yeah, those and the foam runners, both of those. Like, I, I, I actually only wear those every day, to be honest, like, because they're just so comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And then I like to, they're not your everyday slipper, they like shoes. Like just form right to your feet. It's amazing. You know, I saw a few months back, you were looking for the cool gray 11s. Were you able to cop them? I definitely got them. Yeah, I just, I wore them at the Donda game the other day. Definitely got them. Shout out StockX, man. Whoever invented StockX, man. Bless <laughs> your heart. Bless your heart, whoever invented StockX. StockX, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, I definitely got them. Um, shoes. From back in 2011 when they dropped, I was my sophomore year in high school. I never forget my mama promised me to get them. She couldn't get them for me, and I was hurt. So, you know, I definitely got them. I had to get them. Whatever I had to do to get them, I was going to get them. So, yeah, I got them. Kanye and Travis Scott, you know, those are the two, you know, best sneaker lines that rappers have in your book. Um, do you think anybody can top those two? With the collaborations? Yeah. That's tough, man. Mm, yeah, that's tough. Hmm, no, 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 not right now. Not right now. I don't think so. You know, I think Drake and his OVO line with Nike, I think they could have. Well, you you didn't include them. I I wasn't, yeah, well, of course. Yeah, definitely Drake, what he did. I got me some Lover Boy socks. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That was dope. That was a deal. I love that collaboration. But dude haven't, like, dropped, like, no sneakers in a minute, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I haven't got none of those collabs too. I need me a pair. Whoever see, you know, yeah. I went to an auction like last summer. They had the Kentucky Eights, the OVO Eights. Them joints was going for like thirty five grand. Yeah, and, like so. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine having a couple pairs of those. On force, who has the best sneaker rotation? From what I saw, uh, me and me and Chris, me and my boy Chris, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we're big. We're we're really in the fashion. You know, I'm Chris, so, you know I'm saying like, he got a lot of shoes. <laughs> Do you remember which um, sneakers your character was wearing, or if you were wearing sneakers? Yeah, the first day I had on a pair of Dior's. Pair of oh Christian wow, Dior ones. No, 
No, no, not the Dior ones. I wish. Oh, I was about to... Now, just a just regular to... uh, Dior's, uh, some retro ones, Balenciaga's. You know, the power like to go, they, they shop out of Saxon, you know, down Madison Avenue and all of those high retail stores. So that's how our characters dress, of course. But you, all the power characters are always flashy and flat like that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, did you accidentally walk off set with any of the... Um... No, the costume <laughs> designers, um, they have costume <laughs> designers in place for that. They don't, mm -hmm. they wouldn't allow that. <laughs> even in the trailer. <laughs> All right, before we go, like, I want to play a game, start, bench, cut. You know, I'll just give you three things, and you tell me if you're going to start them, bench them, or cut them. Okay. All right? All right, so the next, the first one is Chicago Bulls. We got Derrick Rose. I mean, not Chicago Bulls, dudes from, um, dudes from Chicago. We got Derrick Rose, Jabari Parker, and um, Taylor Horton Tucker from the Lakers. Is everybody healthy? Yeah, everybody's healthy and in their prime. I'm gonna start um, D Rose, cut cut Jabari and Vince Taylor. Damn, nobody be showing Jabari no love no more. It's not high school. <laughs> nah, that's my boy though. I'm that's what I'm. Yeah, that's my boy though. You, I'm just you just yeah. You asked me, I told you. Hey. <laughs> All right, the next one. This one is Chicago Bulls. We got Derrick Rose again. MJ and Pippen. We're gonna start MJ, bench Pippen and cut Rose. All right, and the last one is um, kind of fictional TV characters. We got Duda from The Shy, Ghost, and Stringer Bell from The Wire. Let's cut Stringer Bell from The Wire. No, let's cut Duda. Start Ghost and put um, get yeah, Stringer Bell from uh, The Wire on the bench. All right, man. I want to thank you for joining me today. You know, I really enjoyed this. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on that you want to promote? Yeah, once again, like I said, North of the 10 on BET Plus. It premieres on the 11th of this month. It premieres tomorrow. Got some music coming out. A film called Everything is Both coming out in, in April. Um, you will see me on Power right now, which is airing. It just aired yesterday, just premiered yesterday. So keep watching. You will see me at the towards the end of the season on that. Another um, thriller where I portray a serial killer is called Wayward that comes out in the summertime. And yeah, we're auditioning. It's another series, another series called Bloodline that's coming out too. Mm -hmm. A lot, so we working. Good, man. And it's better to, to stay busy than not busy at all. Absolutely. So, all right, bro. Thanks again for your time, man. Absolutely. Appreciate man. you. you.